and welcome to part two. Um, my name's Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And um, we're going to continue from where we left off, which we can't remember because we're now recording something separately because we may have split a very long episode. Right, video games. Yeah. You do, you, you're not really... Well, you've got, you've got a PlayStation or an Xbox here, haven't you? Yeah, I haven't played it in years. All right. What is the most socially acceptable video game to play? What do you mean, like, to play in right. the public or... As in to play it for, as in like, which one do you think is like sort of something that everybody thinks like, oh yeah, he's playing that game. Um, FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, I was looking over FIFA, damn it. Because I was thinking about The Witcher's come out recently and like, mm. you know, not recently, but you know, The Witcher's now a thing and it's in, in the mainstream. And I was thinking about it like, five years ago, if I'd spent like a month playing The Witcher, like my girlfriend of the time or whoever, like not just, sorry, not girlfriend, I, I, use, I think I use my girlfriend as a sort of social yeah. hub. Because to me that's what she is, but um, the uh, but like you know, a per- like all my friends would have been like, "Where's where's he gone? Oh, he's playing that video game, The Witcher." Like, uh, okay, yeah. but there are people who look like billions of hours on on it, and also like um, Warcraft, uh, not Warcraft, yeah, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, like people have killed babies from neglect from playing that game. <sighs> It's more addictive, like allegedly, than sort of like heroin or something like yeah. that. But I've never played it. Yeah, me neither. But I am avoiding it in the same way yeah. I'd avoid hallucinogenic drugs. Um, I don't know. Like I used to be really into games as a kid. At the, well, I think I'm, I think I'm becoming an adult. I don't I don't have time for it. Yeah. Well, I had a day off today, yeah. but I didn't have anyone to hang out with. Yeah. So don't really have time. It's like literally like that. If I have a load of time, mm. like I'm off from work for maybe a month or so, I have a load of time. And Dude, like, how much time are you spending like, on side quests? <laughs> I have, like, if I have like a load of time and I'm like, oh, maybe put the Xbox on or something. Yeah. Play a little game. But like, like if I just, like my day-to-day going to work, coming home, I don't have time. No, apparently it's just as healthy to do it as... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'd rather just, I put a Netflix on or put a show on or something. I, I don't can't have, concentrate on Netflix yeah. that long. Yeah. Like, but like that's just the good thing about Netflix; it stays where you are on the episode. So like, even yeah. if I, even if it's like ten, fifteen minutes, I can watch that and then go off and do something else. It has taken me something like four months to try and watch the whole a series of Messiah. I'm, I'm still oh, episode yeah, six. I, I finished it. You finished it. Yeah. Don't tell me the end. <laughs> but like my missus, she watched like the entire series in one hit. Yeah. Although apparently that's a sign of depression. But then everything's a sign of depression. It depends. Like if I have a lot of time, I can just watch the whole. And if it's a really good show, I can watch it all. Like oh yeah, like it, yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. So that was really easy. To watch. I haven't watched it yet. You've not watched Game of Thrones, no. mate. Just it's on clear the list. a month. It's on, on the list. Like clear a month. Yeah. Like, but like I, I'm most likely gonna watch it now that it's off the off air now. Yeah, I yeah. guess because it's a bit easier yeah. to watch and then, like it's less get, hype. Yeah. I just, I, whatever streaming platform it comes onto, I just kind of I'll pick that up. It's not. I don't think it's on Netflix yet. So no, I don't think it is. No. Yeah, when no. it, yeah, when it comes, yeah, when it comes, comes. sooner. Yeah. Yeah. yes, yes. Everything comes to Netflix. Everything comes to Netflix. <laughs> no, I loved that yeah. bit. And uh, there was this, I was watching Have I Got News for You the other day, and uh, Charlie Brooker was hosting. And now that he's like Mr. Black Mirror, like before, he used to do it before when he was just a critic and he was like making his name for himself, which is really cool. Also, he's married to Connie Huck. Who is like the sexiest? Well, so not the sexiest. That's disrespectful. For some reason, it's disrespectful to call her sexy, but anyone else is fair game. But Connie Huck, like probably everyone's favorite Blue Peter presenter, apart from the old timely ones. Although that's really actually, I don't know. Matt Barker's pretty good. Never, I don't know. Never I, watched it. You never watched Blue Peter? No. Well, okay, fine. Of course, I'm joking. So cool, dude. So cool. There's me. I couldn't be whiter saying that. I, was like, I like Blue Peter. Yes. Um, ha, rather lovely. Um, okay, uh, another question. Um, is there any greater mix of shame and anger than when you get tutted? What do you mean? If you're sitting there saying something, I go... 
I, 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 it makes me want to. It makes me want to snap people's necks. Really? Well, yeah. Like I don't know why. I think this is something that I've learned from when I was little. Um, when I was in year three, my I was um at this uh, school and this kid tutted the teacher and he's my favourite teacher of all time, Mr. Pollard. His name is Hugh Pollard. Hmm. Uh, he's a very top bloke and um it was uh, yeah and he was this kid tutted him. His, this kid was called Brett. He was an American. Yes, and like. The teacher just lost his shit. Like you know, like when they go quiet, and he just goes, "Did you just tut?" <laughs> and he's like, "What? What?" And he's like, "You just tutted." <laughs> and like, thank God we've got the boom mic on there. <laughs> yeah, we've got the little, the little defender. And yeah. he goes, "You've tutted." <laughs> and like, and this kid was like, "Yeah, I've never seen a room full of kids go that quiet." It was like, "Oh my God!" You know that moment where like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get executed." Like you know, like it was, it was that kind of silence. The whole crowd just went. And this teacher just goes fucking ballistic. Like he kept it together, but you know, like when they go, there's a difference between shouting teacher and really quiet teacher. Did you did you, did you notice back in the nineties the teachers and early two thousands as well? Teachers who would go ballistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, not fair, not, not so much now, but like back then. No, now they're not allowed yeah. to. It's weird. Yeah, but I had like a teacher throw like chair a chair around at the, at the class. Wow. Kick the fuck. The headmaster <laughs> came in. He came in. <laughs> Such a bad thing to laugh back on. Yeah, yeah so, so basically, um, these two boys in my class, two guys in my class were playing around. Yeah. And then one guy pushed this other guy off the chair. And the guy landed, fell off his chair and landed on this girl's finger that was like picking what? up something behind her. Kind of, I don't know if it So did he break a finger? I don't know if it broke, but it really hurt. So she was crying. and I, th- right. I think it, he might have broke her finger, actually. Yeah, she was crying. This is probably uh, year five, so she was about probably probably 10 years old. No, I think, yeah, 10, either 9, 10 years old we were at the time. Yeah, he just came in and then, like, shouted at the two boys and then, like, got so angry, picked up a chair, chucked it across the room. Yeah, yeah. I can see why, that, why, you, yeah. why you do that. I think, again, it's going back to what we were saying earlier about, like, sort of an accumulation of stress and a bad day. I had that as a teacher myself where I really lost my head. Yeah. Uh, a class that were just, I mean, it was sort of an ongoing long-term problem where these kids just weren't bringing their books in and I yeah. felt disrespected. But, over a long period of time and their, and their attitude was simply like, no, oh, it doesn't matter, mister. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Why does it matter? How you're cool. It's cool. Don't worry. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Oh my God. I've never wanted to hit anybody like, well, I have, yeah. but I need to hit him. I was <laughs> furious. And I took it really personally. And I think that that's probably what happened. But nowadays, I think... Yeah, I think you have to have a lot of patience to be a teacher. I, I couldn't think, do I don't it think, I don't think, uh, especially, I especially in like nowadays in... Um, to 2020 Britain like these kids have no respect for the adults anymore so. I think that that's because there's no fear I mean yeah. it's like what happened yeah with... they take, have taken away everything that you can possibly do to them yeah it was horrible yeah. I think that's horrible and like you know if you go oh you're in detention now buddy yeah. like before you'd be shitting yourself I, know, but... I remember when I was young I'm be scared now I remember when I was young being um, being um, excluded was a big deal because mm. like, it was like like the thing was that oh it's a black mark on your record and it's going to yeah. follow you for the rest of your life yeah which comes to Come, you come to learn that it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, bullshit. like being excluded is a, is a very common thing. You like, I worked in a school for a little while, and yeah, people. But that's get, because people they, get, don't, they don't know where get, that line is. Yeah, because people, there's no one telling people them. People get excluded this for. This is how I'm going to slap you. 
people get excluded for not having trainer for not having shoes people that's get, mental people get excluded for like, having a, like, do you think that that's coloring in the their iceberg hair. type thing yeah who the fuck gets expelled for like having a bit of different hair yeah just like little things that look oh it's against school rule yeah. you better get excluded see that's it so now, now you've taken so now you've taken like something that's meant to be the most the fair ultimate thing. power yeah. yeah now it's just like you're doing it for every little thing getting excluded for like that's <laughs> that, crazy because yeah. I think that that's the two sort of sides yeah. of it because so just what, because you're not allowed to yell at a kid yeah. but you totally should be able to yeah. like I if I if I had kids I'd yell at them if they acted like dicks about yeah. something for ages if I you know you yell at anyone I not remember, just children or I've, anything I've been I've been excluded twice for, uh, in school fuck uh, off yeah, yeah twice really yeah twice alright heads up we got a bad ass <laughs> but, like, um, really I did not know that yeah I got twice but like I remember when they both happened I probably shouldn't say that on the radio because you know not radio it's on the podcast if, uh, yeah. off point at 30 no wonder you went off point <laughs> Jesus Christ like, yeah. what happened there I remember when um, it happened I was like for like my life was over, man. Yeah, because like we all heard that had that fear, like you get excluded. Like, what kind of a badass were you before? It wasn't really, like it wasn't. Why is my voice like Yeah, when I say excluded, it was just like for a couple of days. Oh, that's not the yeah. same. That's it, like that's suspended. excluded. Yeah, suspended. excluded means yeah. expelled. Yeah, and then, like you know, like now I wasn't, kicked, now I wasn't kicked out of school. I was suspended. So, so yeah. worse than death according yeah. to Miley Granger. But yeah, but like, also that was, that was also like said that have a black black mark on your record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was more of a big deal. So, yeah, so... Did you have the headmasters? Because our one was detention, then yeah. headmasters' yeah. detention. then And I actually cried. I got one in year 10. I cried. Headmaster detention? Yeah, I cried. I thought my life was over. <laughs> I was like, I was a 16-year-old man crying yeah. about the fact that I got a headmaster detention. Yeah. When I got there, the guy was like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> Go on. Yeah, so, Sorry. yeah, I got excluded twice. So, um, yeah, the first time it happened, I was like, really, like, oh, my life is over. I've got a black mark on my record. not be able to get into uni. got not be able to get into college. <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, like that. Kill, same as yeah. everyone else. <laughs> Compl- you, 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 go, you come to learn that's complete bollocks. Doesn't, not, that nothing came of it afterwards. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, got, I got excluded after that again, like mostly for fighting. Well, you probably shouldn't fight. I, yeah. mean, like, you know, you're gonna, I mean, that's a legitimate reason yeah. to exclude somebody yeah. because they started a violent yeah. thing. Yeah. In the f- but then they called, again, it, they called it in the letter violent conduct. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that is violent conduct. Yeah. You can't, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, yeah. I mean, you kind of copped it in the neck, yeah. but then you only got like a three-day suspension. Yeah. But then again, I mean, like, as a parent, but that, that, yeah, that was a, that, to me that was a big deal, and like, my, also my, my yeah. mum took that seriously. Yeah, it was a big oh, deal. Yeah, but, I, but I think now, now it's kind of nothing. As I was saying, like the school I worked in, you get like suspended or like put in like they have internal exclusion now. Yeah. Where you're, like, which is pointless. Yeah. That is completely yeah. pointless. It's like internal. Okay, so it's a prolonged detention. Yeah. Um, when I was in school, they just introduced that towards the end. So like, well, probably because they were sick of sending yeah. everyone so home. Like, and they had this little of, um, this portable building out across the road called the unit. Right. So when you got in trouble, yeah, it's called the unit. <laughs> so when you got in trouble, you got like, oh, you be damned yeah. now. Yeah. So you're not allowed to come into school. You get sent to the unit. Send in Mister Filch. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, send him out into the scary yeah. forest in Harry Potter. I mean, that sort it out. Yeah, I've, like, I've, I've only spent like half a day in the unit. I never like <laughs> half a day in yeah, the unit. Yeah. Mate, it just sounds like you're in solitary <laughs> like, in prison. prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like send him to the unit, yeah. and like you know, like little chain gang outside. Like, <laughs> like yeah. what did you do? Oh, I coloured my hair in. Have you changed it? <laughs> Fuck off, no. Um, like yeah, yeah. yeah I got su- I got suspended twice from school, but to be honest, I should have been suspended a lot more than that. I, I, I got suspended <laughs> once. I think I don't even know if it counts, but um, left us dot come back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got no because it was the last day of sixth form, and I thought it'd be fun to. Um, you, it's like the sixth form pranks, and the, the teachers were kind of trying to make sure that no one was like doing pranks. But it's fun, and it's like it was kind of a tradition. I think it's one of those traditions that it's a shame that they kind of cracked down on because 
you know, it's it's bullshit, and you're trying to stop people from having, you know, from being twats. Yeah. And obviously, no, no one wants to see someone spray paint a penis across the bloody gym, across the gym. Although that is funny, objectively, mm. um, you know. I mean, <laughs> if so, if you came to school, it's like, why is there a massive penis? All the teachers milling it around outside, going, "Oh, children, move along." That's hilarious. So, what did you get suspended for? Um, I had a little red man thong, glittery man thong, and um, a devil's hat, and I masked up. And um, took out my eyebrow piercing, took off all my jewellery so that, you know, I shouldn't have been identifiable because I was basically running around in my skivvies. I, I did the big shave. Yeah. And um, and <laughs> and um, I ran through the entire, as, as much of the school as I could, pretty much naked. Just oh. like, you know, just going, woohoo! Like running along. Yeah, you see, you're acting like that. Um, most of the kids thought it was quite funny. But the oh. weird part was... We had this teacher. Your sixth form was a lot different from mine. Yeah, no, I, I mean, probably yeah, been, I, I probably would have been beaten to death. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, apparently there was this history class going on that one of my friends was in, and he said that um, as I ran past the history class, first you, you heard this sort of like big ruckus going on because all the kids were running behind trying to film it. Um, so you have me. So you hear this like, woohoo, who am I? Like running past this little flash of white ass going straight past the place, running for my life. Then you had all these sick formers. No, they had all these teachers going, all the male teachers trying to chase me down and rugby tackle me with like everyone running th- running along like, fucking get him. Get the fucker. And I'm like, you can't catch me. Because like, I was yeah. in the shape of my life. I mean, like my cardio was up there. And like the thing is though, um, and then everyone else running past trying to film it. And um, I escaped. I managed to get home. But um, then, <laughs> then um, but the problem was this, mu- this, this teacher, I don't know if I should say what department he was in, but he nearly caught me. But he saw me like full on, like, you know, because as I was running towards, I, I was running around outside and I saw him uh, coming out one of the doors. And he looked at me, I looked at him, and I was like, Oh fuck! And I, so I took a detour, and then he started chasing me. And luckily for me, it went past all of the windows of the school. Yeah. And he goes, um, he said afterwards, "I know who it is. I recognise his body." And I was like, "I'm being suspended, but he's okay for saying that." Like, these days, I'm sorry, but hang about. Isn't that a little red flag right there? Like, I know what his his body. It's like um, you shouldn't, because um, I've been very good about school uniforms. Zero school uniform infractions here. Did you have mate. to wear. I am like tied right up to here, mate. Did you have to wear school uniform. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh. No sick form, no. Um, but then again, I mean, you know, it was like sort of the early 2000s. So if, I don't know mid. No, 2010s ish, 2008, I think it was. And then. Um, 2006. Yeah, 2000. Well, I, I was. Oh, yeah, end, of, end, of, end of the film. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. the same age as Harry Potter. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, yeah. So what was it? And then, like, the other thing was that it was. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I ran away and I, I went to hide out at my mate's house because there was a car there and I just dived into the back seat, like, drive, drive, drive! <laughs> and this guy. <laughs> All these angry teachers going, because I've cleared the school gate. Their power is no more. And like, I'm fairly sure a few of them are laughing. But um, I hope so anyway, because I got, I didn't get away with it. But then, uh, then I got suspended for a day and my mum was so upset. Um, but they rang me up saying, like, if you don't come back to school, we're going to expel Tom- Sean Skinner. And Sean Skinner was the prefect, like top prefect. Yeah. And I was like, not Sean Skinner. Why are they going to suspend Sean Skinner? It doesn't make any sense. But they were basically guilt-tripping me to come back in and say, look, it was me, balls out, I'm sorry. 
But I felt terrible because I was like, well, no one else is going to take me. I was like, you know, I'm man up to this one. I'm not having Sean Skinner take the fall for me, mate. I'm going in because A, I'm noble, but B, I am stupid. Why the fuck would they go in? Because it's like, you know, Sean Skinner's sitting there like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. I don't know nothing. Well, we'll expel you then for not dobbing on people. It's like, you know, like, you know it's serious, Sean. We saw his little chuddies. We know who it is. All we need is someone to spill the beans. We're upset. And, like, you know, Sean's like... I'm telling you nothing. <laughs> it's interesting, like, um, you know, like back then you think like you're like, you're an actual trouble, like you oh, think, yeah, yeah, scary yeah, as fuck. it's kind of different now. <laughs> when you look back on it, like they don't really have any power. Well, yes and no, but it's the same yeah. sort of, um, but it's the exact same principle as when you get pulled in at work for a little word, yeah. or can I borrow you? And you that same sinking feeling of oh fuck here we go, um, you know, like that's kind of how I felt when I had when I had people having a little word with me in the past, yeah, but. I don't think that that element of I think that, you think the, the kids nowadays recognise that the the teacher that don't really have any power. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And even back then they would. Yeah. And as a teacher, you knew what they thought of you after about a month or two. Like for me, like for example, like detentions. Like you could give me all the attention to you want. I'm not going to go to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and that's what how are they going to do to yeah, what, stop you from that? Basically, what I used to do is um, I would only go to like the headmaster detentions. Really? Yeah, so the rest of them, if we, if a normal teacher gave me a detention, good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I, I remember, like, my form tutor, like, used to, like, like every Monday, be like, oh, hey, you got Marlon, you want to report this time for your behaviour? I'm like, okay. And then I just throw the report in the bin. Yeah. Uh, throw it in the bin. And, and then your the, mum's like, sure, we should have had one of these things yeah. in the last three years. Brings up the school, like, no, 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 no. Throw it in the bin. Who's on the internet? Get off the internet throw it in the bin go quiet for a couple of days he forgets right and then start the whole process all over again <laughs> yeah like I would only like deck this guy next time the only time I kind of carried out uh, the report was when I, when I was on red report so if what you don't what does that mean like if you're on red report you're pretty much getting excluded Ooh. yeah so what does that mean expelled um, suspended I think suspended yeah, yeah. Okay. sorry so yeah so if you're on red report like you're one step away from being suspended yeah you gotta kind of keep it yeah that so like, and that's done by the headmaster. Uh, the headmaster. So yeah, yeah, so the headmaster, has, you, have, you have to bring it to the headmaster every day or the deputy. So, so um, time yeah. So, uh, and your mum, your parents have to find it so, and your uh, teachers. So, but then yeah. you just forge the signatures anyway. Yeah. We used to have our, have our diaries checked. Yeah. But everyone just learned how to forge their I can still do my mum. So when I got suspended, I got put on red report when I came back. And then I had to, like, guy's a dick, to be honest. He, <laughs> he just kept punishing. Basically, what it was, I had a fight. It wasn't even a big fight. There's always, there's, in my school, there's loads of fights. Yeah. So basically, like, I'm tired of all the fights in school. So I'm going to. I'm gonna Suspe- on an easy one. So I'm gonna um, suspend you or exclude you. Said at the time. So he's basically using you yeah, as an example. Yes, to make an example of you. I'm gonna. I need to make but an example can't. of Tad. So he, he said. I'm gonna. He said that. He said that over and over again. I'm gonna make an example out of you. Right, so, to so, you. Yeah. But why? He suspended me and the guy I had the fight with. Well, was it like because that was the most? Was it the most vicious fight? Or no, it was wasn't. It like, it wasn't. So it was just you, basically. You and this guy just had a fight. Slapped each other around a bit. Yeah. Which okay, fine. You should have been excluded. Yeah. Don't wrong, but like him making the point, but, um, making an example. Surely, you should back be then, back then, in the law. back then, they didn't used to exclude for fights. So oh yeah. Well, then that's not that's yeah. like exc- so. There's, there's loads of fights that have happened. Dude, that this no, guy needed to get his yeah. disciplinary shit yeah, together. So, so you've yeah. got to expel everyone, or you can't expel yeah. every. You know, like yeah. Yeah. So there's like loads of fights in school, and like, the people they get excluded. Like, only later that year people started getting excluded but like because you were the first yeah. and then it's set precedent so, oh this actually works yeah so um, well, what kind of an idiot so he excluded me for that and I was like what for this because I've, 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 yeah, you can't respect them for that I was in, I was in year then, 8 at the time so I've had fights multiple fights before then without being without I think being year 7 year 8 is 
pretty. I mean, it's, yeah. that's not good. Yeah, so I had multiple fights before then, but like, yeah, like it needs to be in one fight, and that's where the dickhead went and punched me yeah. in the face, and I turned the other. So cheek. um, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna he's like, deck the arsehole. Huh? So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna suspend you, make an example out of you. So when I came back, he like put me on red report, so to show everybody I'm on red report. And then mm-hmm. just kept bringing it up every time he used to like, I think he taught me for like, you know, like religious studies. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, so he used to just like bring it up every single day. Like, oh, people, people getting excluded. He would come over to me like, like just to make sure everybody that, yeah, he suspended me. Well, then that's just yeah. really bad. He just kept doing it over and over but again. But then he's going to make you into the bandit yeah. instead of I'm like, you I'm not, actually being able to improve. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even doing anything. Just, yeah, because yeah, so. like, you're just sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then he's going to have a further disciplinary issue yeah. with the fact that you're then going to have to make a point of sort of telling him to fuck off because yeah. he's being a dick. So that was the first time I got excluded. And then the second time... Well, I was clearly like, his method worked. Yeah, the second time. <laughs> the second time. <laughs> the second time. To be fair, that, it was a big situation. I'm getting over you now because you're my friend. I'm like, what fucking prick did what? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that was a big situation. So it was, it was definitely probably... All right, well, you probably deserved it. Like, like, time yeah, four people were suspended in that situation. So, mm. yeah. Oh, good, good. Sounds, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I wasn't involved because I'd have been like the little kid at the back going, no, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> we had this one situation where we had this teaching um this this woman came in to do a trial i think she was a trainee teacher and um she she was kind of bully bait um she was uh she had like a major major uh lisp but on like three letters um so most of her so a lot of our of the kids couldn't really understand what she was saying but she used to pronounce detention as detention yeah so she was threatening. With three letters. Yeah, like detention. <laughs> I don't know if it was three letters, but it was quite a lot. Of, there was enough for it to, for her to be an easy target, and um, like you know, I mean, like, but it's not her fault. She had a speech impediment, but it didn't help that she was teaching in front of a poster of the baptism of someone. It just looked like he was getting a blowjob, uh, you know, like, and it was like one of those religious, like, yeldy things. And for some reason, no teacher had thought maybe this isn't the best poster. And um, so we got a new classroom and a new teacher, and there's. And we were notorious for being the best behaved class. So when the naughty kid, who wasn't really naughty, he's now a doctor, um, got given a random detention, um, he he was a bit like, it kind of encouraged him to be a bit of a class clown. But but she, she sent him out. And the problem was that he argued and then she got angrier. So her lisp and her all of her sort of those things got worse and her grip on the on the class got worse so she and i couldn't stop laughing so i got sent out as well everyone who was laughing got sent out so by the end of the class she had started with about four, uh, 32 kids 19 of us were outside laughing and the other tw- 11 were sitting in there just about holding it together trying to color something in and like i think that in that case so the next lesson we had they brought in another teacher that we were supposed to respect but we didn't because this other teacher who was supposed to have us had a habit of coming 20 minutes late to class and it class was an hour so we would stand, we'd have to stand out in the cold waiting for her for 20 minutes before she, while she bothered to show up. And again, like, you couldn't really you respect her. Huh? How old? We were a year nine. Yeah, no. So at that age where you start to realise actually adults aren't all yeah. powerful. It's and inter- that they have to earn your respect yeah. as well. And it becomes a two-way thing instead of I'm the teacher, therefore. Yeah. It's I'm the teacher, but we can tell between a good teacher and a bad teacher at that stage. And I think that when you come in, I mean, bless her, with retrospect, as a trainee teacher, I feel bad. But it was still really funny. Um, 
It's interesting though, like when you talk about um, like the discipline, because I had like a teacher, like that that age thing where you get old and you realize the teachers are not um as powerful as you thought they were. Yeah, they just so like I had a teacher that was really strict. Like yeah. she shout and everybody was like, oh, from like year seven she started. Yeah. But she, she, like, she was shouting and everybody's like. Around. But then it's weird. It's a weird thing with her because I I got kicked out of my Spanish class because I threw a dictionary at a teacher by accident. Well, okay, like, wait. You're what? a dick for doing that, man. Like that. <laughs> no, I've thrown it at somebody. Somebody threw a dictionary at me, and I threw it back, and I missed and hit the teacher. I can see why you got in trouble for that. Yeah, like, you deserve that. I, one I'm, well. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, again, like yeah, you, you, I you deserve that. Yeah, I deserve yeah, you definitely that. deserve yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I got kicked out, sent to the my head. Uh, she's, I think she was the deputy head at the time. No, I went to yeah. Bad, yeah. I got sent into her class. She was an English teacher, so I had to like wait till to the end of the class to teach, speak to her. So she put, I got sent into the class and I had to wait in there. So she was so teaching, she was, te- she was teaching the people the year above me, mm. and I know her because I was like year nine at the time. So mm. she's teaching the year tens. So I, I, I know her as the strict teacher. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm terrified of going into trouble. With the class that yeah. So she's, so she's um teaching the year tens, and I'm seeing the year tens just running around doing all sorts. And she's like, oh, please, please be quiet. She's like completely quiet because I, I don't know. I think she got scared when you when you hit a certain age group. It was weird. weird. So like, like she was good from like year like, from your year seven to year nine. She was good, strict. But as soon as you hit year ten, year eleven, terrified, yeah. completely quiet. You could do what you want. Weird. So like it was weird. And then I ended up in her class. Um, she was my English teacher in year ten and year eleven. Yeah. At GCSE, and then I'm I remember just like doing no work in her class, and she couldn't tell me any. I'm like, I was looking. I'm like, what happened to you? Yeah, but yeah, but shout out to her. That's quite she, scary. Shout out to her because she, um, Miss Thomas, she stopped me from being suspended a couple of times. Dude, so she saved your ass, but did that make you respect her more? Um, I did. I always had respect for her. Yeah, yeah. I've had to um meet with her a few times when I got susp- when I came back for suspension with my mom. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she actually stopped me from being suspended because I had like an incident incident with us. I had a fight with somebody and the teacher got punched in the mouth. I don't know if it was me or the other guy that punched the teacher in the mouth. Wow. But um, yeah, she stopped me from being suspended for that. a fun school to be in. <laughs> no wonder no one wants to buy any work there. you got like, the shit ones who are like, who go in there on the, in September, just like, go in there like, I'm going to make a difference. Yes. And like, by by Christmas, they're all just sitting there going, there's not enough whiskey in the fucking fuck, world. It's funny, I'm like mid-year 11. <laughs> it's 9am, what are you doing? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like mid-year 11, we had like this new RE teacher. Come in and goes. Oh, all your, your other teachers were quitters. I'm not going to quit, and you guys, she quit. Yeah, we give her two weeks. Why would you start with that? It's the dumbest yeah, thing. She's like, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to stay there. Oh she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She could, could, you may she, as well just put a massive yeah. target on your face. She couldn't. She couldn't. She didn't get anything done. She couldn't get no teaching done. She's from. She's from Canada, I think. Oh yeah. God, bless her. Yeah. Oh, she, 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 oh, she did didn't she, make did it. She all. expect Canadian kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I because I, I was a te- when I was a teacher, I used to teach years. Uh, 10, 11, 12, for the most part. Um, occasionally year nines and, you know, a few younger ones. And obviously in, in a previous job I taught others. But for the most part, my kids are between the age of 14 and 18 and they were the fucking best. I loved the kids, even, especially the naughty ones. The naughty ones, I was like, ah, come on project, come to me. Um, but, um, but like, and I, there were kids who were absolutely fluent and there were kids who just didn't bother as much, which was a shame. But the ones, but um, I found that for me, the major there was a line I, I realized after about a year that um, while a lot of them probably didn't respect me because a I was foreign, b I was um, you know I was the fun teacher because to be honest, after a few time after after like when you realize you're doing two people's jobs, you stop 
you just you stop you lot I had to let a lot of stuff slide and also I wasn't seen as a proper teacher um I don't think because it was kind of a novelty um but my kids were I mean it was so much fun working with those kids but I realized that you have to be honest and open with them about how you feel otherwise they're gonna fuck with you because there were classes I had where I I mean I blew up a few times I had a reputation for you know like for well they called me Mr. Geeler at one point um which means Mr. Crazy because I go from um, being quite happy and relaxed and stuff like that with them. And then after a while, I'm like, actually, you guys are taking the fucking piss. And then I'd snap. And it would just really, you know, like when it just kind of, that little moment where it just kind of gets to you a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And then I just blow my lid. And I don't feel bad about it at all. I mean, I feel bad that, um, you know, I didn't want to lose anybody. At the same time, I would rather have one kid being upset with me for a week and then talk to them about it afterwards and um, but when you do talk to them about it, you do have to sit down with them and just to, and just explain really, really simply why you're upset and why their behaviours hurt you, and say, look, I try not to take it personally, but I do sometimes, and it's hard not to take it personally. If someone says you're shit in any job, mm. no matter who it is, it hurts. It hurts your feelings. But I mean, no one's ever done that to me, really. I, I don't. I think uh, like as a teacher, it's not really down to how the student feels. I think as long as you're making sure that they learn and they, at the end of the day, walk away with something. Yeah, but they're not going to learn. They're not going to respond to you unless you have yeah. some sort of relationship. So, what age them. groups were you teaching to? Um, it would be years 10, 11, 12. Mm. Um, but actually, to be fair, like I was doing forty-two. Well, it was thirty-six classes, one thousand four hundred students, and all of them were just. Every single one of them, there wasn't a day went by when I didn't absolutely love all of them. Mm. Um, and I'm not just saying that because they're basically my audience on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but they were phenomenal. And like a lot of them, I still talk to a few of them actually. And I would say that when, and when I went back, for example, um, a year later, they all recognized me. And, you know, and obviously there was a lot of them. So I didn't, rec- I didn't know everyone's names. I only learned about sort of 10, 15 names. But they uh, know you. I recognized the faces and they know who I was. Yeah. And... I think that a lot of that was partially because I was a novelty because I was, you know, white and um, and there weren't that many white people in that area at all. Okay. But also because um, I felt that I did try my best for them. Um, I did have limited resources. Um, a lot of the time, the textbooks that we used for IELTS, which was like the most advanced English, yeah. um, the textbooks were quite dry. Um, and also, so I had to teach around a lot of it. And I didn't, I didn't like being that idea of just going through the book. It had to, you find the grammar point, you make it interesting. And if it's interesting for me, it's interesting for them. But then the first lessons, like I think the kids I had on Monday, they were kind of the draft lessons. So they were they were really good kids, most of them. But then if things didn't work in that class, I'd, I'd tune it and tune it and tune it. And on Thursday, we'd go out. So Friday morning, I don't think there was a single Friday morning first class that I arrived to completely sober. Um, but, but I don't know why we decided that was the day to go drinking. But, um, but on a, yeah, but I mean, like, there was this class where they were just like a bit, like my last class on a Friday, and my last day with them was actually probably one of the most emotional experiences I've had professionally. Um, and, you know, I mean, I write about dead people and ask their family how they're doing. Um, but these kids, they, they were all a bit like, they were really naughty, but they were really, really fun because they were all really good at English anyway. So we just sit there and have actual chats about life and just talk about what it is and then like talk about culture. And it was really interesting. But, and like, I'd walk in, I'm like, oh, guys, you know, if I was having a bad day, I was like, oh, shut up, please shut up. Shut up, you know, like, and you'd be like, oh, but then, like, they, <laughs> these two kids, there was these two boys jumped up. It's like, shut up, Mr. Steed is trying to talk to you. Why are you talking? He's like, I am not talking, you are talking. Mr. Steed is trying to say something. Let us turn around and listen to what he has to say. And they both turned around and they went like this. 
at me and I couldn't stop laughing. So the entire lesson went to shit because I, could, I got the giggles. But on the last day, they um, they made me sit down um, in front of the board and then they were like, and I was like sitting, I was like, I do not trust a single one of you little fuckers. And, like, and they're like, no, 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 stay with us, sir, stay with us, talking to me. And um, they uh, wrote on the board and I was like, guys, there better not be a huge penis behind me. There better not be a big penis behind me. And they were like, I was like, please don't write anything rude. And then they wrote a song up there and then they sat there with a guitar or two and they just sang with me. I, it was like this really nice time. It's like all like, Mr. Steve, we're going to miss you. You're a favourite teacher. You don't give a shit like the others. I'm hanging about. It was just this wonderful moment. And um, it was just really, really... Yeah, it made me want to go back into teaching. And um, Would you ever teach in this country? I tried to. I just um, actually failed two interviews to oh. be a teacher. Oh, um, recently? Yeah, 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 in the last week or so, before, in between recordings, actually. What age groups would you teach? Uh, one would be primary school, because um, I think that I do miss teaching that age, yeah. and I was good at that as well. But the other one was secondary school. Oh. I, yeah. Um, but I think the secondary school, I was going to be an English teacher, but yeah. I think that oh, during that interview, nightmare. I kind of realised I was more of a writer than yeah. a teacher. It's a nightmare. It's yeah. A nightmare. And I, I always used to hate doing grammar. Yeah. So I think that I, while I can do it, I think it's one of those situations where I'm very qualified as a writer, but and I'm good as a teacher, but I'm good at building rapport. I'm not very good at the actual nitty gritty, which is what they need. But then again, if you're going to train someone to teach, surely the foundation of that should be that they that you have that rapport and that ability mm. to connect, as opposed to can I stand in front of a board and just write on it and then mm. say, look, do this, this is how it works. I mean, I never, I I never, I never forget my English teacher, the, my, not, not in school, because I did awful in school, but I mean that when I did, when I redid my English in um, sixth form, yeah. I just remember my English teacher, the, like the first day, he was just like, he's the type of strict teacher where it's like no talking, you have to be dead on time. And yeah. um, he, the first thing he... he well, you, you nailed down the discipline in the first month. Yeah. Anyway. And then um, the first thing he did is introduce like a, a, a seating chart or seating plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, quite a good move as well. Was that, oh, I, I didn't like him at first. I'm like, oh, I was a twat. <laughs> And I remember some, this guy came in like two minutes late and he's like, why are you late? And he's like, oh, t- only two minutes. I yeah, wrote, I wrote still, on them when they were late. I wrote the number of how many minutes they were late yeah. on their foreheads in marker. I don't regret it. <laughs> I mean, I did it once and he was a really good kid. I knew I could do it with him yeah. because, you know, like, I, well, it was funny. Uh, so, but yeah, come on. Yeah, so this guy, like, was really strict, but by, by the end of it, I walked away with, like, passing, like, like passed English. Cause yeah. Of, and I was like, oh. And that's, like, if you know my history with English, it's like, I, 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 that's the only time I've ever passed English of that. Yeah, but in oh, the GCSE level, I've never passed it at any uh, any uh, any level. Do you want to give that teacher a shout out? Yeah. I can't remember his name. I wish I would. <laughs> he got you in yeah, English. Yeah, for the first time ever. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like you must have been his Everest. Because yeah. I'm my chemistry teacher. And he, I, uh, he came up to me the following year, and he was like, "Oh, well done, one." And I was quite pleased with that. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, don't 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 cry in front of the others. Don't fry, cry in front. I wish of the I wish I could remember his name because he only he only told me for one year. But yeah. But, I mean, I think that's the point. It yeah. makes it count. I mean, for me, one of my... Um, so I don't mean to keep bringing it back, but I think that the first... I mean, he's clearly got a good strategy there yeah. where he's at first established that where the lines are yeah. and he, what he expects of the class. And I think that's very important. Um, but that's what you do in lesson one. And if you don't, then you've got then you've got a lot of kids who are going to test you. Yeah. Um, I think that... But I think that going back to... So going from that and then then once you've got discipline in order 
then you can actually get on with the job. But mm. I think that in your, you know, in a case, in yeah, there, he's the type of person be like, oh, some people be laughing in class. Like, why are you laughing? English is not fun. It's boring. Do your work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds great. It's like, <laughs> he sounds quite a yeah. funny guy. Like, you know, like being nice. Yeah. You've got to be a little bit sarcastic about yeah. what you're doing. You have to take a bit of sense of humor in it. Like, you know, it's like, at the time going through it was shit, but then at the end of it, you walk away with like, yeah. you, you walk away with oh, a GCSE, a which, which is your aim in the first place to yeah. walk away instead of like, Failing it for a second time. Like. Yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like <laughs> yeah. he's a good teacher. Like it sounds to me like he's he's done very well. Yeah, especially yeah. the fact that he can take himself with a bit of because he's dedicated yeah. his life to teaching. I think I, that's what I needed. Like if I had like one of the other English teachers, I probably would have failed it again. And then yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, also it's up to you to sort of put in the effort. But then again, yeah. but I had like friends that retook English and failed it again. And then yeah, yeah. I think I'm not sure if they ever re- got their English qualification but yeah they failed it again and they made it difficult for them to, to get into uni and stuff like that no, I will do because it's a yeah. basic skill yeah. I mean like that's yeah. any job that I've got it's like you need an A, an yeah. a level in or you need at least anything GCC even English. just to get into the army Yeah, you needed more than a C for GCSE yeah. English Yeah, and if you didn't then you were kind of like then it's like the fuck no Yeah, like, yeah it means you can't hold a gun yeah. which is ridiculous <laughs> like, you know it's just it's like you know, like you, well, shoot yeah, with you it. can't, yeah, you can't write. Hold it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I've got a friend though. She's a journalist, and she's a very, very good journalist, and she's dyslexic. So yeah. it just shows that you know. I mean, like, I mean, she. I think she went a little bit far with conquering her Everest, but she's done great, yeah. and it just shows that you know, like, it does things. You know, like that determination, but also the right person. And like, do you feel that you respected him as a teacher? Yeah, I did more than the others. I did, um, especially after I passed, I definitely respected him. Oh, yeah, I mean, that'll him. do it, yeah. but it's a bit late for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until then. At first, I was like, oh, this is a bit of a, like, I, just, I hate going to his classes. I'm fairly sure we probably felt yeah. the same way about you. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I was good, cl- I was good in his class. Oh, you were quite, good in his class. Yeah. All right. But by this, I, I changed by the time I was in sixth form to, like, I was, like, kind of a model student in sixth form. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, I was really. So you went from fighting to hangabout to wear our yeah, own clothes? Well, well, like, my sixth form is not, um, it's connected to my school, but it's not in my school. It's in a different, completely uh, different location. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's completely, and I think, as I said before in the previous episode, I think people change between the, like, when they hit the age of 16 plus, you change. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think you the no longer, society respects yeah. you more as yeah. an adult, and that's... And the environment change, you couldn't, like, for example, you can't get into fights, you get kicked out immediately. Yeah, it's good. You can't be late and certain stuff like that. There's, there was more discipline, there's more, like, you can't just do what you want. We like, found that it was slightly more relaxed form. discipline, actually. Oh, in, like, sixth form was a, a lot more. I remember um, when I first started my sixth form, where um, I was walking past my friend's class, mm. I, just, I just yelled his name as I was walking by. Yeah, prick. He had the door open. I'm like, yo, whatever, whatever his name was. And then I kept walking. And then, like, somebody goes, excuse me, young man. Give me your ID card. <laughs> Fuck. So I turn around and it's, it's like really short. It's like probably 5'2 or something. So I turn around. <laughs> yes, Flitwick. Yeah. I turn around. I turn around. I'm like, didn't see nobody. Keep walking. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> turn around again. Didn't see nobody. Keep walking. It's like, excuse me, I'm talking to you. And I look down. I'm like, oh. Sorry, Professor. Yeah. It's like, give me your ID card. Well, you have to explain almost that one. Yeah, and I, I basically I just came from from secondary school mentality, so I was like, my mentality secondary school, I would never give you my ID, ID yeah, card or anything. I'd like, like, run off, I'd like run away, like they, catch they me. They know you who can. you are anyway, man. Yeah. They're just gonna tase you. I think they <laughs> should bring tasers <laughs> to school. So no running in the hallway. I tell you what, that's one way to make an example. That's, that's my mentality <laughs> in school. Why did Marlon get tasered? <laughs> oh, he was running in the hallway. And, um, <laughs> 
Turns out Mr. Wilkins is quite the shot. Like, like, yeah, the little teacher's like tallying him up on the, on the, in the staff room. That was my mentality in school, like catch me if you can sort of thing. So, like, oh, I had yeah, that. and to be fair, so, I mean, you know, you've got quite long legs, yeah. so I think that so, like, challenge accepted. I actually remember... That was actually my... my I, actually, I, actually remember, I actually remember the one time... Um, they had, they, they had like the list of detentions and like they like the name they they are called it out on the Friday the list of the of people who got detention they're like Marlon Kerniff then I'm like <laughs> no <laughs> then I'm like just leg it run out my, my, t- <laughs> my like, this teacher like Huh? He ain't coming back. He, he ain't he, coming he, back. You see me run it. I, I did a runner. <laughs> like, Marlon! All the teachers quietly praying for a bus. Like, uh, please go further away. Catch me again. But, um, yeah, back to that story. Yeah, so he's like, give me your ID card. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why I did. I gave it to him. Thank God I did. But anyway, yeah, he, like, he, said, like, he said, said, I'll see you at four o'clock today in my office. Turned out he was like the dean of discipline. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, they took me in the office, gave it's me little guys. Yeah, it? it's always the little ones. He gave me like a lecture for like twenty minutes. Like this is not year nine. This is not school. I'm the dean of discipline. Dean you, of discipline. Yeah, you disrupted. That's, that's like a title yeah. and a half, isn't it? The dean. Yeah. Of Did he have like a, a big, yeah. like a big cane on the yeah. wall? Like fuck you. It's like it's like you disrupted my class by, by yelling in there. This, this, <laughs> this is not school. Gave me a big lecture. He goes, okay, who's your form tutor? I had to give him my, my form tutor. Who's your teachers? He spoke, apparently, like, he spoke to all my teachers that same day. Fuck. Yeah, he went to efficient. Yeah. And then my teachers... Another te- one of those people making an example so I came in, you. I came in and I came to, to my classes the next day and like, my teacher's like, what did you do? I don't know. <laughs> what did they, like, my teacher was like, what did you do? Like, they're like, your card has been mocked by this guy. He's like... He's, he's fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. He's making an example of you. Oh, yeah. God damn it, not another one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, to be honest, I was pretty, that's the only bad thing I did in school, in thick form. That's oh, you the, made a point yeah. of it. And I think that that's effective. And I was at the, I, that was at the very beginning and I was like, yeah, I just kind of kept my nose down. Just I mean, that is effective teaching. Did, I did, did my research, then obviously moved on to A-levels and then yeah, I made it to uni. Well, yeah. yeah. I think that in all they've done quite well there. I mean, to, yeah. be, to their credit, they like, but the dean of discipline, that's one thing. Yeah. I, I, I almost want to become a teacher yeah. just to be the dean of discipline. Well, that sounds a little bit like yeah. a sex thing now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's like, this is Mr. Steed, he's the Dean of Discipline, and there's me the pad, I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not camping any way, shape or form anymore, motherfucker. Um, yeah, so I think that like, it does work sometimes if you're able to be that, like, it, it, it was a bit, I think at the time I thought it was a bit much, but then looking back on it, I'm like... Right. I think he's yeah. done his job there, he did but his he's job. done better than the headmaster yeah. did, who kept yeah. making a point and yeah. making an example. Yeah, he this did guy that. Made, this guy made his point, yeah, and then it. told you where yeah. you stand, and then that's all he had to and do. And then after that, he was quite friendly to me after that, to be honest. Yeah, like, so, you can't, yeah. so you can't hate, and that yeah. way it's not bad blood as yeah. well. That's really well managed. Yeah. I think that's really good management. Yeah, and then like, obviously, I've, I've quite... I've quite, quite, I've quite <laughs> I can't remember his name. I can't remember anybody's name. Oh, it's old. been 10 years. Yeah, yeah. We've done a lot in the meantime. Yeah, it's getting to the the point where he's like, I got recommended because I was like a model student and I got really? like recommended for a lot of stuff. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, like quite university researches and all that stuff like that. Yeah. Mate, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, like, so that, yeah, because I mean, like, that is, that is like, yeah, really good. That's yeah, really good. Like, so like, would yeah. you say that that was because of meeting him? Like, yeah, like, no, like, not mate. him. It wasn't him, but it was just like, I don't know, just a change in environment, change of like discipline. Yeah, and yeah. like, so would you say that it was because I mean, like, is that to be honest? To be honest, when I got the expectations I, were clearer. About if I go back to how I started secondary school, that's how I actually started secondary school. I started off like actually wanting to learn, wanting to be a good student. And yeah, then the environment that I was in kind of changed it to where 
I didn't feel like I could be a good student. I just kind of yeah, because you didn't. I, didn't I've kind of more. I've kind of more into that survival mode. So I've kind of just trying to just survive in the school. So That's like, scary, yeah. Man. So instead of like trying to like knuckle down and do work, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't turn up to half of my GCSEs. What the exams? Yeah, I didn't turn up. Wow. I didn't turn up to my science. I didn't turn up to my RE. I got kicked out of ICT. So I didn't. Wait, you got kicked out of your exam? I got kicked out. Of, I didn't do Why any. Did I didn't. I didn't do any work. So. When it came time to get the coursework, I had no coursework to submit. Rather so, than you would have failed either yeah. way, yeah. So I got kicked out of IT towards the end. Um, what else? Jesus. Yeah. Well, like, Little uh, bad, man. Uh, yeah, and then, the, then like, the GCCID turned up. I was, like, ready, like, failed it before I even stepped in the room, so... See, I think that's not fair <laughs> yeah. in, in a way, but also, I mean, the fact is you didn't do the work, you yeah, didn't get the reward, no. and that's the bottom yeah. line. But, but that, it was just, 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 like, I don't know, the teaching... But then again, though, I think that that's kind of taught that structure of yeah. if you do the work, you get the A-level. Yeah. That that works, but it only works as far as the end of uni. Yeah, it only works going into uni, yeah. and then after uni, it turns out that if you just know the right people, yeah, and you don't need to necessarily do as much work, which is you know something I've only had to learn too late. Like with my science GCC, I didn't do in, I didn't do the coursework, so I didn't see the point in going into the exams. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. to be honest. I mean, like yeah, I mean I remember it being a lot of stress as well, and like, I think that like for me. Um, there was chemistry that I hate. I, I really wanted to be a doctor, but um, and I really because I've watched Nip Tuck a load of times, and I really, really thought that was cool. And I wanted to be a plastic yeah. surgeon, and you know, you get a lot of your inspiration off the TV. Um, and I was an impression we are man. I think it's a lot of pressure to put on a fourteen-year-old as well. By the way, like year nine, they're saying, "What do you want to do for GCSEs?" And also, the subjects you choose will now funnel in. Like, yeah, that funneling process begins. Yeah, and it's like I'm age fourteen. I don't know. Well, I, I, I've just discovered the biggest news for me that year have been my pube. You know, like it's like, oh my god. Um, you know, like, but well, not fourteen. I was a bit. Of, like, <laughs> you're late bloomer. I had like millions. Um, no, but like it was. Um, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like you're, you're still trying to figure out who you are at yeah. all. I mean, even I mean, I'm 13, I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm. But um, not because I'm massively egotistical, but because it's a huge mystery. Yeah. And it takes a lot of thought, a lot of practice, a lot of trial and error, yeah. which again is what this whole podcast is about ultimately. Yeah. Um, but I think that with, um, yeah, I think it's a lot to ask a teenager to start funneling their life down to something that will last potentially the rest of your life. Mm. Like the skills that I would then focus on, for example, my greatest re- regret in life apart from, so, well, my greatest regret in my professional life is not taking history for an A-level. Oh yeah, me because, too. I love history. Yeah, because I would have aced it. I'm yeah. really, really good at it. I am mean, even now I'm a little history nerd. But um, with, you know, and instead I took chemistry and I suck at chemistry. Mm. I, it was my lowest GCSE. My, um, my teacher was really actually really really great guy um he was about he was in his late 20s and um he said that if i got an a in or an a star in gcse's he would teach me how to how to make gunpowder and we could, <laughs> and i could blow up his classroom he said you could do anything you want to this classroom and i mean he had a safe bet on his hands i was never <laughs> going to get an a but it was motivational and yeah. he at one point i remember like i did not understand covalent bonds i don't know why but my brain just couldn't understand it and it was so it was such a simple thing but my brain was like no and it's not because i wasn't listening i was really trying and that was the worst part but he came up to me but he tried explaining it the first time and i was like all right so i, I think i get it got it completely wrong second time and by the end of it, the whole class is like, look at me, come on, you fucking dumb arsehole. Get it, you stupid man. And there's me just like, I, I, 
I, I, at that point, I got very anxious. I was like sitting, I was like, I could feel the eyes. And I'm like, guys, I do actually want to go to break as well. Mm. And it was like, you know, but then like, but come the seventh time, this poor guy's on, literally on his knees, be like, Leslie, please, mm. please, covalent bonds, what are they? I'm like, when the C as an equal sign to the other C. The man nearly kissed me. And he goes, yes! And I think that I was one of his favourites. I hope I was anyway. Um, yeah, but to, uh, to this day, I don't have a science G50. Really? No. I've got three. Do you want to borrow one of mine? Yeah, because I have one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a chemistry one. I'm not yeah. very good at it. I'm not going to be able to prove that one again. Yeah. Covalent ones. I'll tell you they locked up my science teacher. Or huh? He got arrested to my science teacher. What the fuck? Yeah. Why did your science teacher get arrested? Well, um, what did he do? He tried to get with a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. You were not in a good school. No, I was not. <laughs> we, we have one who was like 24. Got, I think he sent a couple of flirty messages to one of the uh, upper sixth forms. But yeah. she was 18 and he was 24. And like, to be honest with you, if it hadn't been that he was one of the teachers, I could see... Oh no, maybe he was even 22. Quite young, but he was just in his upstart career, but he got kicked out. And, yeah, he should. And like, well, yeah, he should. But at the same time, I think that if... Because the problem is that what happened, what can happen is that if like, you know, especially in a small town... If he's on a night out and she's on a night out and he doesn't know who she is, and then he meets her, yeah. sees, you know, thinks she's yeah. hot and whatever, messages her, and she's like pretending that she's a bit old, tells yeah. him she's older, and you know, I mean, I'm not saying this is what happened; it's Wait. probably not. But at the same time, I can understand why a mistake could have been made in that circumstance, yeah. and I think that particularly for young teachers, they're very vulnerable because yeah. they still want to do stuff. I mean, I remember when we were 22, we would just be running around the same as we were 18, yeah, um, you know, and just with jobs, um, <laughs> not for long, um, but jobs. Yeah. But and um, so I don't know. Well, I mean, thinking about it, it, I don't know if he was really dodgy. I don't think he was. Mm. I think he was. He might have been, for all I know, but. I mean, it can be an honest mistake because if you meet someone as a teacher, you've got to be constantly aware of the fact that you're a teacher. I mean, like... But like, I don't know. what. The, how, so how did he get caught? Did he, like... I think she dubbed him in. Oh. I'm not sure. I think it was just found on her phone that yeah. she was being messaged by a teacher who said she looked hot. And it might have been... I mean, like, and in his defence, for all I know, I don't know much yeah. about it because they tend to keep it very hush-hush anyway because yeah. they don't want to go into the press. Yeah. Well, I guess he's the press now. <laughs> um, and they don't want this exact thing to happen. Um, but he was... I mean, he was a really good teacher as well. He was a yeah. really good teacher. Everyone liked him. But I think that he, you know, had a favourite, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a shame because I think that also, you know, when people are 18, especially, you know, like... I mean, I know that there was... Um, so there was this girl in sixth form? Well, yeah, she turned out to be in sixth form. Okay. Um, and she was like, but she was like seventeen, so eighteen. It's not, it's not was, criminal offence. It's just no. It's just it's, it's just sackable. You, yeah, he got yeah. sacked for it. And yeah. to be fair, it probably was the best thing to do yeah. because otherwise, it's really dodgy. Yeah, he he wouldn't exactly recovered from it. He yeah. must have had to resign. Yeah, because he would have had to resign. And yeah. even and even if it was an honest mistake, which I'm sure, well, I don't know if it was or wasn't. Then you know, yeah. But um, so what I'm talking about is like illegal, though. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. what you yeah because she's fifteen. Yeah, because like we don't have a proper sixth form. We you had to go to another sixth form that was connect that we had connections. How with. old was a teacher? Forty, forty, fifty. Don't know. Okay, that's different. That's yeah. well different. Yeah. It's like if you've got a young age gap, then yeah. that's, that honest mistake could happen. It's like yeah. you know, like it's the equivalent. We had of some like weird teachers. We had some weird teachers. I remember this um other science teacher that taught us briefly. And he'd be like, I don't know, he used to take pictures of us, like, in the classroom. What the fuck? So if we're bad, he'd take pictures of us. If we're good, he'd take pictures of us. I think that that's kind yeah. of him trying so, to record yeah, who so is and who isn't. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's what he... That's Did what he have I, memory issues? I don't know. So, like, if we're bad, he'd, like, take a picture of us. Like, so, like, he could say that. I don't know why. 
I think that that's him trying to yeah. record what's going yeah, on and then so make an official thing. Yeah, so I think and this, then you're like, oh no, it's official. So this guy record. from another class came in because people used to just come in, yeah, wander different classrooms. Okay, wow. I mean, yeah. that's a bit disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, I did have that yeah. in my old, in my school where they would come in and just sit in there, and I quite like the ones I liked. I was like, yeah, go on, sit yeah. in the back. I don't give a fuck. No, but this is like to kill, create trouble. So this guy kind of wandered oh. in, kicking off, whatever. Why? Don't know. Shit used to happen in school. Oh, prick. Yeah, so he just wandered in, and then I think he took a picture of the guy. Yeah, and the guy punched him in the face for taking a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, he punched a teacher. Yeah, what did the teacher do after that? Nothing. Just got punched. And um, we got like, Dude, uh, like those teachers need tasers. <laughs> tasers so, for teachers. Yeah, That's got, what we need to do here. You got punched, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but like, yeah, the, like, the, the head of master one that got involved. Well, but, of course he did. He yeah. just fucking assaulted someone. Yeah. That's a legal problem. But the, the, the guy didn't get in trouble for it. What? Yeah, the kid didn't get in trouble. No, because like he's taking pictures of me. Yeah, you see, that's a real yeah. catch twenty two. Because on the yeah. one hand, he shouldn't take a picture of a kid. Yeah, but he wasn't then, a minor. Yeah, then was he, he 16, 17? How old? No, was he was like probably fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, you see, on the one hand, yeah, fine, he did take a picture of a minor, which is legal. Yeah. But on the other hand, in the context where that's then, what he does... It, yeah, that teaching wasn't around for long. I can't imagine he would be, but yeah. at the same time, like, I, I can see why he was doing it. Yeah. So it's a bit tricky, but also, I mean, there's no there's no excuse for punching a teacher. Because yeah. I think the kids should have been well, it happened, put down it, for it assault. Happened, it happened in the school I went to, like, They should have been put down for assault, man. Yeah, like, I mean, I'd have just called the police and I'd have been like, fuck I told you what, I told you what, a teacher had four fingers broken by one guy. Yeah. Well, on purpose. Because oh, you said he yeah, slammed the door yeah. and accidentally. Told you about the nun that got knocked unconscious. <laughs> Why is it funny when it's a nun? Oh man, that's bad. But was that got... an accident though? Yeah, that was an accident. Oh, right? if it was an accident, yeah. that's a count. Yeah. Uh, P teacher actually got into a fight with somebody. Yeah, it's a bit tricky. Yeah. Well, I, th- I told you about Sergeant. G- Oh my god, say his name, but Sergeant Dickhead. Yeah, yeah, Sergeant, Sergeant Dickhead. Dickhead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, 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 the yeah. PE teacher. Yeah, wasn't he the one who was like, sort of had a go at people for not having the right kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. shit? That's weird. Uh, that I tell you what he said to my um friend from Lebanon. What? He's like, my fr- he's like, I killed your granddad or something. <laughs> no, no, he said, to, what did he say to him? Oh, yeah, my friend from Lebanon wasn't wearing his um PE kit. Right. He was wearing um. Were you just excluded him from PE? No, he was just wearing a US vest. Because he didn't watch his PK, he was wearing a US vest. Right. So he's like, and he's very hairy as well. <laughs> so he's like, oh. Trim. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> and then he's like, do me a favor, put your arms up for a second. My friend's like, okay. Lift his arms up. And he's like, just hairy, everybody starts laughing. He goes, why are you wearing a USA top? So I'm like, well, I didn't watch my PK. Yeah. And he goes, but whatever country you're from doesn't even like the USA. Well, I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah, but but he's also not actually from <laughs> Lebanon. He's from London. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, what, England? I mean, again, <laughs> right now, he's not really wrong either, to be fair. I mean, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's go wave the stars and stripes yeah. for Trump. No. Yeah, but this is like 2004, 2004 or something. <laughs> well, that was, yeah, well, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say that the country's represented by the presidents, but yeah, they but are. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that same dickhead, anyway. No, um, he used to kick off for people, and they, like, there's one guy that I think had learning or mental problems, so he told yeah, him to like. A, so the guy is talking right back there. to him. the guy is talking back to him. Well, because he had mental problems. Yeah, he's talking like. When you say mental problems, you mean like what ADHD? I don't know what he had. It was, it was, it was, just, it was just it just wasn't right. All right. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know what was. I don't know what was wrong with him, but you just something was wrong with him. But anyway, so um, when he's kicking off, telling telling this guy off or whatever, whatever, he's talking back to him because like he doesn't know. Yeah, he's just yeah. on the back foot, I yeah. suppose. It's, uh, so he goes out way outside for me. Then we like, then he goes outside, and then Sergeant Dickhead goes outside as well. Yeah, and then um, 
we had like a commotion and then we just see the guy getting smacked around the pillar to pillar and then like pretty much he yeah he punched the disabled kid yeah and then pretty much he told the um, fuck he told like everybody else that this guy attacked him well, clearly not yeah. he's disabled <laughs> I what the fuck yeah Though, I mean, like, um, my friend, she's a teacher, and she was saying how um, teaching, she teaches primary, and she had a few disabled kids in her class, she yeah. had about seven in her class, and um, it's going back a couple of years, I'm not really sure, but they were all um, quite posh kids, and uh, but seven of her, like, 15, 16 kids had uh, either learning disabilities, I think four of them had autism, mm. and um, teachers now are expected to, A, not just deal with it um, without any real extra support or training but to um, also to diagnose it to be part of the diagnosis really? process yeah so one of the responsibilities of teachers now is to um, look out for um, signs of uh, autism ADHD things like that that um, might not necessarily be picked up by other people I think one of the reasons for that I mean actually I, objectively I the, speaking, the ADHD thing makes sense yeah well, because a lot of people didn't work for me. Yeah. Fuck, I got through all those nets. Yeah, um, <laughs> can't catch me. Um, well, yeah. How, so you t- the end, how did they test for it? Um, how they test for it? Yeah. Um, well, okay. Firstly, I well, it took me because well, I only got diagnosed in September. Um, so and now I can manage it better. But um, it took me a few years and some very very good friends talking how, to me about it. How did they diagnose you? Um, you do multiple questionnaires. It costs me about 500 quid to do the test. I know it's expensive. But multiple questionnaires involving um, everything from uh, the SRRS scale to personality type scale, then um, personal history, uh, you know, things like they ask quite very, very personal questions about like uh, your reactions, how you feel about this, um, how often you feel anxious, how often you feel... Uh, they put you little scenarios. It's quite comprehensive, but also, it also they also do it so it's all of the tests for yeah. every sort of um, disorder that is on the scales. So they did depression a lot. Um, but one of the symptoms of um, ADHD is depression. So, for example, um, so I'm more likely to get depression than you are because of the way that my brain's wired, because we don't have as much serotonin. Um, and essentially the pills that they give you uh, would act in the same way as cocaine does. Yeah. Um, which is why, um, well, you know, I mean, it's why it, I tried cocaine once and I've never done it since because I found it boring. Mm. And everyone else was going, oh, it's great. And they were running around like I would. But what? Mm. Oh, you did that? No. Oh, uh, okay. But um, but they were running around like I would. and But I was like looking at them. I was so fucking bored. Mm. I went home early from that party and I was like, wasted like waste of money really. I gave in a fiver for this thing and I was like Okay. And it was just kinda of like everyone else is sort of sitting there, oh wow. And there's me like, Well, I kinda of wanna do an essay. I've got a lot of homework to be doing, mate. You know, <laughs> we're kinda of bored. Um anyway, so um yeah, but going back to that whole thing, um I'd say that when I was little they picked it up, mm. but adult ADHD is quite rare. So, so you said they picked it up when you were little? Yeah, but then there was conflicting diagnoses and they didn't follow through with it. This is the early days of mental health care. What? And also my mum's... Do you, do you remember what brought them to that point where they I was being bullied a lot. And uh, I think I've got I've had a history of bullying because I've been, you know, and I don't understand why and a lot of it happens. Even now, actually, because I get very anxious when in certain circumstances, but I will try and talk my way around or out mm. of anything. 
Um, what kind of bullying? Like name calling or like no, physical? Leslie doesn't help have a first name called Leslie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Porn star's last name, woman's first name. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah. But, um, but I mean, I'm named that for a very good reason. But so, it was like, so was it more name bullying or... It like, wasn't just name bullying. Or it's beat you up or... Oh, uh, yeah, I got beaten up a couple of times. But not. it's not like sort of... It's white people bullying. So I think it's very different. I think someone like I was talking to said that there's a difference between white people bullying and like sort of other race, other sort of um, cultures bullying. Because I think in your what you're describing and what you've been describing this afternoon has been like about how like you know getting in fights and stuff. And fights very rarely happened in my school, but it's that social sort of sniping yeah. that happens a lot that I can't cope with because. To me, I need people to be upfront about things. I don't like being... Like, when people talk about me behind my back, I get paranoid and then I'll bully myself. Mm. So I'll end up getting more and more anxious because of things that I'm basically imagining. So do you, like, worry about what people say about you? Like, yeah, of course. I, mean, I worry about what people think a lot. Um, yeah. A lot. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, a lot of my projection um, is what we call peacocking. So, I mean, I, I coined the term back two years ago because my ex-girlfriend and I discussed it quite heavily about the way that I react in different social circumstances. Mm. So um, a lot of people who've known me in a broader social context wouldn't necessarily recognise the person I am now talking to you because I can focus on you. But if there are, say, five people, um, I'm okay. I'm able to have a conversation with you because I can read what you're thinking, I can read your body language, no mm. problem. But if we add the extra person or the extra two or three people, um, then I'm trying to read four people's body language to what I'm saying. And what I would then do in order to be able to make that predictable is what I call peacocking, where... I will put on a show almost yeah. and then it comes across that A, I'm not listening or interested in other people. I will suck up all the attention I can so that I can keep an eye on who's thinking what and then I will go into silent mode and withdraw so it looks like I am like da-da and then don't give a fuck what you have to say which isn't the case at mm. all and subsequently um, without being able to recognise So do you feel that, that you need to be constantly validated by people? Oh yeah, frequently. I think that um, a lot of it I mean, I'm an extrovert, so yeah. that a lot of that sort of like, for example, I'll ask. Um, I will. I mean, I would always ask. Sort of, I'm more likely to ask questions like, "Do you like me?" or you know, like, "Do you love me?" Because I mean, it's not that it doesn't come from within, but it's that it's, you ask questions like that. Do you love? Um, me? When I was little, um, I would go up to people like, "Do you like me?" Do you like me? Mm. And I was looking for that validation. And even though I had all the validation that normal people have. Like for me, I'll find that very awkward. Like even to like my missus, like, do you love me? Or, oh, I, I ask yeah. my occasionally. Yeah. But it's kind of like just because um, she's quite a reserved person, mm. whereas I'm not. So um, because she's quite sort of reserved, very, um, you know, she's very mature, very astute. And I tend to go for girls who are quite um, reserved and astute and introverted yeah. in a way, uh, but very confident. You know, I'd like to say confident, but in the past that hasn't been the case. Would your um, missus describe herself as an introvert? No, uh, I think she's like a good balance. Um, I'd say that she was a bit of both. She's she does withdraw, um, yeah. but into her own cave, and she likes her own flat. But um, I would say that she does like people. I mean, she's a very very well balanced person. She likes to be liked, mm. same as I do. But I think that that's anyone. Um, do you think you ever could get to the point where you don't give a fuck about what somebody thinks? I do. I think that I give. I, I think. Or that have there been a time you just don't give a fuck? Over the, over time, I've learned to not give as much of a yeah. fuck. Um, for example, um, at my old university, I wasn't particularly popular, but I was with some people and. I had to learn that you can't be the sheriff of London. Mm. Uh, you can't have everyone like you. And I know that there were people who were quite cliquey. And I wanted to be liked by those cliques. Um, but that, for that peacocking behaviour and like maybe that sort of um, 
that anxiety that I wasn't aware of comes across in a way, particularly in in situations where I feel like I'm being judged, which I was, yeah, um, by people who are also very insecure and also very back. But the problem is that a lot of people who are very insecure are very backstabby as well, mm. and so that makes it even worse to try and communicate with them when you've when you're somebody who who needs that sort of approval um, like for or me, that openness. Like for me, for example, like I've had quite a few jobs now over the years, and um. Mm. I've never felt the need to be friends with a colleague or need like I have to be friends with my colleagues. Like some mm-hmm. people like in the workplace feel like oh we need to be friends and I'm like 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 you know like work socials and everything like that. I would like to do uh, that. And, more, I, and I'm like I never felt the need to be friends with my like having to be. I never felt that. Need. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I don't see like, I don't see most of the people that I have worked with as my friends. Mm. That's it. I'm able to draw the line, I'm not, and I'm not really concerned about like crossing that line into friendship with people like, like, as much, yeah. or caring caring if if they like me beyond my work, beyond the workplace or not. I think that's actually never, a healthier attitude than mine. Yeah, a lot. Never healthier. really. There, there are people. There, are, there are a couple of people that I have made that are my. I, I, I do consider my friends, but mm. I mean, like majority of places I work with, I don't. Really, I'm not really bothered if I'm friends with people or not. I think that for me. Because I mean, like, because yeah, because I mean, like, I wish that I had that attitude yeah. a bit more, and it's something I've had to learn to adapt. Yeah. Adopt, sorry. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the things that's quite key to me is that um, I have a good relationship with my boss. Yeah. The best boss I ever had was this guy called Eamon. Yeah. Um, and he and I had a great relationship because we, it was it became almost paternal because yeah. I was his right hand man yeah. when it came to things. Like there was a kid died and uh, he was in bits. Yeah. And he and needed a teacher and he brought me in because he needed someone he could rely on, and that was really to me yeah. huge. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not like. Uh, don't, I'm, uh, I'm, no, I don't I think you're unfriendly. Lo- yeah, but you I, just know I get along with people. Yeah. and everything. I'll, I'll go for the occasional team drinks or stuff yeah, like yeah. that, or team social. But I mean, yeah, I don't. Do feel you like... feel bad if, for example, they have a social and they don't invite you? Um, I guess that's more personal, like oh, or like it feels yeah. like you're not invited. Yeah. Um, not really. To be honest, I don't go to a lot of them. To be there's a lot of like work stuff or like social stuff. Uh, I just don't go to yeah but that's because you yeah. get it. but then you have the power of choosing that yeah. I think that for me like, I don't know like, I mean, it, might, it might feel a bit different if you're not invited yeah to be there and everyone's like fuck invited man. Like, yeah. I, for me it's um, I, I I get paranoid that um, for example um, if you see I, I don't like the fact that I'm not in groups on you know work people have like some work groups yeah. and it's very the cliquey types that often do that but they'll be quite a big clique yeah. and they'll be kind of different and they'll bitch about people behind their back but it makes people very vulnerable um no, and i know that you know people are people the world over it's always going to happen you're always going to have a boys group a girls group mixed yeah. groups whatever everyone everyone wants to find someone to be in a group with yeah um that's what society is that's why we call ourselves british and we differ from the germans for no other reason other language and culture but that's what our culture is that's where we belong and i think that that's um, every element of society has that um but for me um when you really want to be part of that, but mm. for no real reason other than I'd rather not be bitched about behind my back. I'd much rather have someone tell me to my face why I'm being a prick. Like I know that um, the other day somebody mentioned that, and uh, I like this person. Like they mentioned that um, I interrupt people's conversations to uh, try and join in, even though it's not welcome. Oh. And even it's like, and it's a problem that I have, and it's one that I've only been aware of for the last sort of six months. Um, and I try and stop it, but sometimes mm. I just want to sort of, if I'm bored or whatever, I'm like, oh, I've got an idea. 
and yeah. then like for that and it's not welcomed and then I feel awkward <laughs> and then I just want to hide and die and it's not you know like there is the devil would have to dig to find me mm. and um, yeah I find that that can be very difficult but and then you kind of feel yourself being judged a bit yeah. and it's just that anxiety that comes with it then perpetuates it and it's just horrible mm. so like, yeah in one of my jobs where I was being um, pushed out like by management because they didn't really want me there but they couldn't fire me really um, it became very apparent that all of the uh, people in the rung above me were talking about me mm. and I hated that feeling going in there and it felt super creepy but it's reality there's no sort of level of guys this isn't very professional that's going to stop people from talking to each other and or from like sharing their opinions and informing a group opinion of you but do you think like working in a workplace is the best place for somebody like you no I don't think there is um, one of the reasons I think somebody like you needs to be in a place where you're more free to be yourself yeah but then I don't want to be on my own doing that so hence the reason hence the reason why I wanted to work with you on this podcast because I I feel like you have like an interesting personality but also I feel like I need to give you like a platform to sort of like free yourself to sort of yeah it's been one of those things like using this has actually been quite relieving I mean obviously there's going to be bits that make me sound like a wanker (laughs) like you know like being like fucking intro Jesus Christ we've (laughs) We cut a lot after that intro. Um, are you sitting there just like sitting on your heels like, Marla, can we just um, cut another seven minutes of it, please? It's only 15 minutes I've kept the fucking seven minutes. I'm not like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, I, I feel like... open with, who's this big black guy? I'm like, oh, come on. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody like you definitely needs to be like doing something creative, something where you're able to be free to yourself. I think working with in a workplace with people is not good not really suited to your personality well it's well like working for the people i yeah. work for at the moment where um you can be a bit more creative with yeah. your language i think the the last place i worked for um or like and one of the reasons i like being a teacher as well with uh less of a curriculum structure yeah. was that and one of the reasons i wouldn't be a teacher in the uk is that it let me be as creative as i wanted to be to get my point across to do it my way and uh to do things in a way that maybe are weird but still get the job done and i think that one of the reasons i like what i do as a writer is that that creativity is praised to some extent, provided yeah. that it's within some basic framework. Um, as a journalist, we have to abide by the law. I can't make false accusations, otherwise I can get my ass sued. Or make things up. Yeah, I can't make things up. I mean, I can in this context, because this is obviously yeah. not... Um, it's not the same standard yeah. it's been held to. You know, like, no one's going to sue me over this. And if they do, then it's um, freedom of opinion so and freedom I of speech. I want to segue into something else about, about the workplace. You mentioned the workplace. Um, hmm. Do you feel that it's been a bit like too constrictive now at the moment where, um, for example, I was thinking the other day I was going to play a prank on one of my colleagues. Mm. So I asked well, that. What kind of prank? That's the thing. No, what are we going to do? Basically, they, they said they liked this embarrassing group. So I kind of printed out a picture. I was going to put it on their desk just as a joke. That's, yeah. So when they return. But then I, then I put it there and I thought, with all this HR stuff and all this... <laughs> <laughs> this could be seen as bullying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I'm yeah, like, that's so it. I, so I just I put it in the bin. I'm like, I'm not even going to touch that. Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm, I feel like, are we walking on like eggshells now? Like, I, the workplace become like a hostile envi- environment where it's like, you can't even do a little joke. I have that problem a lot yeah. because I don't know where the line is yeah. until I've crossed it, especially again um, with my mentality, the way yeah. the brain works. So that, like, I'm like, oh, that could have been a funny joke, but I'm like, I'm not even going to chance yeah. it. Like, yeah. Also, <laughs> I don't understand other people's personalities. Yeah. Like if they're sometimes... and. Like for me, I had this situation that's quite similar, where um, my ex-girlfriend was Asian, and so one of the things that I used to shout out to her was, 
um, piped down Asian and she'd be like, oh, fuck off, white boy. Yeah. And like, because the two of us, it was funny. Yeah. Um, but um, there was this girl who was Asian in my workplace. And this is just really bad when I say it out loud now. And it sounds awful. But in my head, it was me having fun with my friend in the same way I would have fun with my my then girlfriend. Yeah. And so I was like, so she was saying something about, I don't know, it wasn't even like... She was taking the piss or something. Like that. I was like, pipe down, Asian. Mm. And like, as a joke. Um, and then I realized as she stormed out immediately that, um, A, she wasn't, she didn't know that part of the joke that was funny in yeah. my head. And I could, and then, but I mean, we talked about it afterwards and I'd like to say things were okay, but she must have just, she might, for all I know, just nodded me off, which is yeah. her prerogative. But I'd like to say that we made friends afterwards mm. because we had a shared grievance with, with other things. But um, I did explain to her, but it doesn't matter if you explain it or yeah. not, the damage is done. And I think that interpreting what's funny and what's not to other people and in a working environment where everyone's super sensitive. Yeah. Like, and, but I don't like the fact that the person who's sensitive, whoever just gets to decide where the level is, yeah. because you always get some fucking mollycoddle prick yeah. who gets offended by the way Everything. the dogs look or something <laughs> like that. And it's like... And just looks for things to be offended yeah, by. So and then they become right, and it's not right. So, like, that one could, could probably would have been a funny joke. It like, would have been had she been yeah, the, the Asian person I took, who yeah, I liked. Yeah, like my situation probably would have been a funny joke. The yeah. whole office oh, yeah, would have, of yeah, might have laughed. But then there's that small chance where it might have been taken the wrong way for some reason. Yeah, and then you're up in, yeah. in front of HR yeah. and it's like, oh, come on. And HR people do not have yeah. sense. Or they were like, oh, yeah, I think it's funny. But yeah. uh, other people might not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, no, you don't think it's funny. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be sitting there. This indirectness is yeah. just bollocks. It makes me so angry. Like, if he's... A, if, okay, so if your friend had come along, seen it, and been like, oh, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, like, A, that would have been funny. Yeah. But it depends how they take it. And again, like, you can't judge that. And exactly. then you can't... But it's not just them. It's how, the way the bosses take that yeah. behavior. And then it's like, oh, yeah, guys, we like to have a fun environment. Yeah. It's like, so exactly that. So he might, that person might have found it funny. Yeah. And then like somebody else might think, like, oh, that's not funny. Yeah. Now if, I think that's insensible. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now it's taken to a next level. Yeah. And like, it's like, for me, I've never gone to HR in my life. I, I don't even know how to get to, uh, I, play, to HR. I, I I've never done it in my life and I probably would never do it. I just feel weird yeah, doing that. It's, I just, like, it's like telling a teacher. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm an adult. I'm yeah, going to deal gonna with do this that, personally. Yeah. I'm going to go up to this person and say, all right, mate, you're being a prick. But some people, I actually punch one of them. But like, some people are like that. Like, I, had, I worked in places where people just. Actually, no, I didn't. Oh, wait, we need to edit that bit where I just said I punched someone because I didn't. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I, like, I've had like people I've worked with like they don't say anything. Like, I had an office in particular, just like nothing would be said, and then so email, HR, yeah. then HR contact, and like the people used to do that like, all the time. I like, randomly like yeah. just being given these horrendous emails. Yeah. From, like oh, I, I was in like an open plan office, and it was just yeah. like different, like different teams in there. You don't know who's who's grassing you up. Yeah, who's, it's so yeah, eerie and creepy. Yeah. I mean, it's like social control, but it's, it's autocratic yeah. social control through a terrible working yeah. environment. But then these are always the officers that are like, oh yeah, we like to have fun, but only on our terms. And it's a very cliquey. It, just, it was, an, it was, it, it, it was a horrible. very very hostile environment, and I remember like we used to do things like Christmas lunch for our team. Oof. And then, like another team will see us going to Christmas lunch, and then write an email to HR. How come we don't get to go to Christmas lunch? Well, then because your boss is shit. Yeah. Like, so yeah. send it to your boss. Oh, I wouldn't dare confront authority. Yeah. So, like the following year, like, oh yeah, we can't do that because somebody went and complained from another team. That doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't they just encourage the other team to do it and then say, guys, here's your late Christmas lunch? That's how I thought it can be with this whole HR. 
think. I don't. I don't like that. And but the the problem isn't. It goes two ways because then you end up with that div- divisiveness that's prevalent in the US at the moment with the whole you know like left liberal lefties and mm. the uh, and the look at us we're so hard right types. But and but the same thing. I re- I wrote something the other day about um, some kid being upset. Um, and then oh no no that was it. It was an advert. It was a um, I think uh, someone put out an advert that was a bit risque. And then they retracted it once they had the media attention they wanted. Hmm. Um, and it might have been the one who's the, I think it was Poundland did like a risque naughty elf thing, and everyone loved it. But a couple yeah. of people got upset, and then they had like eight hundred off complaints. It's this offended culture. Yeah, but then the problem wasn't that; it was the fact that this time around, everyone sort of felt like they had to make a point of the fact that they weren't offended, yeah. and that they thought it was hilarious. But it's like no one cares what you think. Yeah, that's annoying as well. You have they, to make you have to make a point of that showing that you're not offended, and then also people feel like they have to make a point that they are offended. Yeah, like, and there's no need for either of it. It's yeah. like if you don't like it, don't give it attention. Yeah. It's like I don't go around like you know, and I th- you know I, th- I think that it's like, not exactly forced down your throat. Yeah. It's a fucking action as an advert. It could be forced yeah. down your throat. Like, I feel sorry for the people, like the single people nowadays, that like, thinking of like, oh, no, I want to meet somebody at work or something. Or like, God, yeah, like, don't do that. That's gonna be a nightmare. She has to sit opposite the fucker. Yeah. But I mean, like that used to be a common place where like people's like parents met each other. Yeah, like my missus' um, parents met each other at work. My parents met each other at work. I met my mum in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was talking to my dad, my yeah. granddad, who I'm named after. It's a common place that people meet. Used to meet people, and now that like, like you wouldn't even dare ask a colleague out for a drink or yeah, to, I, oh, to, I don't know. Dinner. And the thing is that if you do, then you have to involve other people, yeah. so it doesn't look like you're just yeah. basically hitting on the new girl. Yeah. Which, to be honest with you, if and I was then, getting on, if I was getting on really well, if I was single, sorry, and I was getting on really well with anyone, I'd be like, I want to go for a drink with you. But yeah. if, for example, you and I met at work, yeah. then I was like, oh, do you want to go for a drink? I mean, in fact, I've done this with my new, well, in my new place actually, because me and the new people. Uh, it was the three of us who uh, who came in and at the same time, and so we had a lot in common because we wanted to talk about what was going on and yeah. stuff, and um, you know we didn't really know what was going on as much, um, and that's not that I'm not complaining at all, but it was nice to go for a drink with those people because we had something in common, and um, but now the other bloke has left. It's me and this girl, and so it could look. I could end up. I won't end up in bad decisions. If it was a hostile working yeah. environment that wasn't like okay, I don't give a fuck what you guys do outside of yeah. work. Um, if it was one of those horrible like micromanagey type places that, 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 that McDonald's boss getting fired for having a relationship with an employee yeah it's nobody else's business yeah. like, I and don't they're like oh you didn't report it you didn't report it to why me. should you report it to anyone yeah. whose business is it if I want to f- well, yeah there's a lot of work what well, you do with like your that. body is your yeah. own business as long as you keep it away from children yeah that's oh, fucking ridiculous and I, I also I remember David Blunkett got um, he, he left politics because he had an affair. Yeah. But that's got nothing to do with the politics. With the politics. And he was a good politician. I mean, well, debatably, but, you know, like, depending on how one way you sit on him, but yeah. he was in tears because he, he was blind. He couldn't bring do we really well. care for politician cheats on I his wife? I assume they do. Do we care? Why I mean, do we care? They attract powerful people. If he, if he, um. Yeah, Boris Johnson fucked someone else. Yeah. I was living with him. No one cares. Yeah. She's in tap number 10. Like, and as for Trump, I mean, if he's doing his job right, who cares? Like, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, can he keep the country in reasonably yeah. reasonable shape? Yes, keep him. Do, keep I, give, him. do I give a fuck about who? Yeah, somebody, oh, so his secretaries, he's got a bigger, and also it makes sense if you spend like. 90% of your time with your secretary yeah. working together cooperating on everything yeah. and they know you almost better than your wife does yeah. and you go home to your wife who's 
like not necessarily who's got her own schedule or doesn't or might and, be asleep by the time you get in yeah and you know I mean I can imagine that you would start I mean it's human nature to mm. get but I'm not saying that you know no, it's not right though, yeah. it's not yeah. right but you can see how it would happen logically in a way that's not actually malevolent yeah. or evil or anyone trying to do it as long as it's not as long as it's not like an abuse of power as long as you're not like oh you yeah. get, get the sack and left that whole 80s yeah. sort of yeah no yeah, no, no. <laughs> no but I can understand why, why a lot of people end up banging their secretaries because yeah. You know, there are people who you're close to who understand yeah. you, you, and then they have that little bit of flair to that to it as well, and know what to do. For in that, like in that situation, in a situation like that, is that I think only the the wife has to be, uh, have the right to be upset. Really, absolutely. Like, why, absolutely. Why, why do I get? Why do I care if this politician yeah, cheated like, on their wife? Yeah, it's like you know, is the country still? Yeah, I mean, we've said it twice, but yeah, it's. Um, do I give- yeah, I don't care. Well, I, I care if Trump's going around like running around with with porn stars, but again, I don't care about that. I feel more sorry for Melania yeah. than I do for you know, like than I care about the political standings. <laughs> he hasn't got any, but um, you know, oh, you've that's why. I, that's why, like, when you know, celebrities, like celebrities get like exposed for like cheating. Like, I never. Uh, I don't like, for example, like with Ryan Giggs. I didn't read that whole article. I didn't read any of which that. Which one? Huh? Which who, who cheated on who? Um, Ryan Giggs. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah like, well, well, it was that, more about super injunctions yeah. than it was. Yeah, when else. that happened, I didn't like pay attention to the story because I'm like, what, what? Not my business. Why do I care? I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, we've got a gossip. Or like when that when that happens to anybody, I just don't pay attention to it. It's yeah, like, I, not my... I, I, if I was friends with them yeah. or something, then yeah. fine. You know, that's because their marriage is breaking yeah. down, and you know, like, and it's inter- but it is interesting. If someone's got relationship problems, it's interesting. Yeah. No. Like, if I if my friends like, I mean, like you know, if one of my friends has got relationship problems. It's a bit more of a conversation than yeah, if, yeah, than yeah. they're like, yeah, everything's going great. Yeah, if you, yeah. you know, like, are you sure you haven't got little problems? <laughs> like, you know, like not because I'm trying to pry, but because you know, like it's a bit more interesting if someone's like, oh, she left yeah. me. It, is, oh, it makes it interesting, well, but I don't like look forward to having my friends having relationship problems. So I can be like, oh, this is interesting. No, I don't look forward to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's more interesting than sort of. Like, Lev, how's your relationship going? Yeah, she's really well. You know, <laughs> oh, happy place, like, you know, like yeah. Mutual respect, yeah. you know, we talk a lot, it's lovely. You sure, um, you sure, you sure there's no cracks? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's def- no, I don't think there are. Um, I think, though, that, you know, I, I think by by simply, actually, no, no, I'm, I'm happy, which is something that I never thought I usually say at this stage. Shall we discuss one more thing and then call it Yeah, back? sure, yeah, yeah, and then it's home time. So, the, so what's that one you said, what's the funniest thing you've been, got in trouble for? Yeah, definitely the running around naked thing. <laughs> you know, like that's that was quite funny. But um, what else? Um, like other stuff kind of gets mixed into other stuff, and then mm. you're like, because the premise of something can be very like sort of. I'm trying to think, like, is there anything that I thought was funny that I got in trouble for? Uh, this one's gonna be a dead. Uh, Plus, I think we've already discussed being in trouble enough. Starting my own fight club. <laughs> <laughs> Selling tickets to fights. Oh, I must have done something stupid. Um. The thing is, it's like, ugh, I'm tired now. It's not on my, on my mind. All right, let's call it a wrap. Then. Yeah, let's call it. Okay, so, um, all right, yeah, we're going to have to chop the last three <laughs> minutes off there. Anyway, so, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, um, we're going to go to bed because I have to go home and we've been recording for about yeah, two I've hours. I've got now. work tomorrow. Yeah, I don't because I've got Wednesday. Oh, fuck you. Fuck yeah. Journalism, I've got to work the weekend, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, my name's Les Steed. I'm Marlon White. And thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>